Oh man, everybody knows that music, especially if you're a Mortal Kombat fan. And here at the Funkaholics podcast, we are huge fans. I brought in a special guest with me that I'm going to introduce in just a moment, but we are going to talk about the new Mortal Kombat movie that came out. So for those of you that haven't watched it yet, we promise we will not try to do any spoilers, but we are going to get into this shit just like a fatality. We're ready for that round one fight. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Funkaholics podcast. You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Oh man, it's that mercy woo that always gets me when we get this podcast started. (laughs) And man, I am so, so, so fucking pumped to be talking about this uh, movie and to be doing this episode with my buddy, my buddy old pal, my NK <laughs> brother. <laughs> yep. Frank. We're test our mic tonight. Yes, we are. Absolutely. Frank, what is going on, man? And welcome back to the podcast, bro. It's been too long. Thanks, man. Yeah, well, it feels like a while, but I don't think it's been that long. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time, man. So thanks for bringing me back. Definitely yep. want to check, talk about Mortal Kombat. Did you say no spoilers? I said we're going to do our best to keep okay. them from spoilers. So, you know, we'll right, cool. we'll get into it cuz I know there's, you know, there's a few people that haven't got around to it yet, but um yeah. you know, that's No problem. You know, we'll take care of them. It's, you know, we'll I'll I'll put it in the intro I'll, I'll when uh when this podcast goes live and 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 we get it out there to the you know, to the podcast world, um I'll give them a heads up. But, you know, we're we're going to get into it, man. all right awesome so let's uh i know you you've got some notes and you've got some cool things that you're gonna you're gonna bring up but um (laughs) bro like you know how we do here at the funkaholics we always do a cheers before we get into the shit so (laughs) (laughs) yes we do i'm going to pretend i got a glass of water hey there we go (laughs) um cheers my brother Cheers to you. Woo! To another great episode. Yep. To another great episode. Right on, man. So, Frank, talk to me, bro. Um, Before we get into the movie, how did you become a Mortal Kombat fan? Yeah, good question. I was going to ask you that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think, you know, I was at an arcade at some point in the early 90s. Probably, they used to have them at 7-Elevens over by me. They used to have, like, this entire back room was nothing but arcades. So I would be back there playing or, uh, you, you know, those like birthday, uh, locations, whatever it might be. I probably not like, probably not Chuck E. Cheese. Cause I think they're trying to be more family friendly, but might've been like this one called haunted trails. If you've ever heard of it, it might be only a local thing, but it's like a horror themed arcade and they have, golf machines and stuff like that and they have uh batting cages they have a lot of stuff but they're a little more they're more willing to put like you know hardcore stuff i guess you could say so i think it was back in the arcades i just saw like the dragon the red arcade and saw people always hovering around it i think i liked it right away 
And uh, I was always a fan of martial art movies growing up. And Mortal Kombat is one of those things that like just never went away. Like it was always around. And then when the movie came out, the 95 movie, that just like shot up my interest way even more. And ever since, man, it just just never stops. Every couple of years, there's a Mortal Kombat. And every time I get get pulled right in. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, man. I can, I can dig that. And, and you know what? It's funny, bro. The, the way Mortal Kombat started out for you is exactly the way that started out for me. It was so nostalgic to me that I was literally, so we had a little movie viewing party where, you know, we got together. Uh, a couple of my coworkers came down. One of my, one of my buddies, Jonathan, he rolled through and you know we just grabbed pizza popcorn <laughs> we had a watermelon you know yeah. N- natasha coming through on uh, on the snacks but um bro it was it was funny so while we're watching the movie um it's funny my buddy sean always tells me he's like bro natasha like you know i'll put on a movie for her and she'll be like eh, i don't want to i don't want to watch this and then all of a sudden she's pulled in <laughs> Bro, from the first, like, the introduction of the movie in the first five minutes, like, she was just literally, like, staring at the TV like she was lost in space. And <laughs> it was funny, like, you know, I would glance at her every now and then, and she would pull her, like, when when one of the scenes was getting kind of intense, she would literally pull her head, her hoodie over her head and, <laughs> and pull the ties, like, real tight to where she was, like, I mean, <laughs> she was totally into it. She was pulled in, but... Um, it feels good when somebody like gets into something that you've always been into. Oh yeah. It and was, then, you know, it's like legitimizes it for you. Like, you're like, Oh man, like, you know, this is good stuff. Like there's potential for it. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And it's funny because before we started the movie, I was telling them cause you know, they were like, well, what are you, you know, what are your memories of mortal Kombat?" And I'm like, Oh man, don't even get me started. Cause we're going <laughs> to, you know, we're going to take a walk down memory lane. But for me, yeah. It was going down to our Ladera Six Cinema. It was a movie theater, and it was crazy. Like it, it was like a beacon, dude, a beacon of light that just hit me. And I see this beautiful <laughs> arcade cabinet. It's got Johnny Cage yeah. on the side of it, and I believe Raiden was on the other side. And dude, mm-hmm. it just looks so freaking flashy. Oh, it's that's a nice machine, man. They had. It was just really attractive. Absolutely. It, it's so beautiful, man. And the moment I walked up to a dude, popped that quarter in and started playing. And when I <laughs> saw the blood and then I figured out you could do fatalities. Oh, dude, it was over. <laughs> let's, oh, yeah, man. let's just say I was I, I wasn't watching movies, but I was hanging out at Ladera Six Cinema a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. The, and now I remember. Yeah, the side is, is red and has the dragon and Johnny Cage doing a kick. Yes, and uh, yeah, I remember catching some of the references that they had in the game, like you know, like Luke Kang being kind of like Bruce Lee with the noises and everything, and just you know, the little music was kind of intriguing. Like it's it's just like enough to make you interested, but it doesn't bother you if you're playing a lot, right? Yeah, it's um, and and like you said, man, it's like Mortal Kombat never went away, you know, because through throughout, you know, all of you know, all of my years, um, yeah. you know, all of a sudden Mortal Kombat 2 came out and I was just blown away. And then, you know, we got Mortal Kombat oh, yeah. 3 and then, you know, we've got PlayStation, we got uh, 
Xbox, you know, we've got all these different versions coming out of the Mortal Kombat series. And then, you know, for me and you, the toy photography part, you know, we've got action figures of these things. We've got statues. <laughs> we've got posters. I mean, there's so much memorabilia that it's like perfect for for collectors who are fans. Oh, yeah. Well, especially now with um, McFarland doing the really cheap figures, $20 figures, and then even the ones that you're doing at Storm, the more expensive ones. But, you know, there's a, there's still a lot going on with it. Oh, yeah. And this it, this movie kind of, you know, lit a fire under me. You know, it was uh, it was when when I had seen the previews and it was com- and I knew it was coming out. I started looking into it. You know what I mean? I started researching it because the what was it the 95 movie? That one's always going to be my favorite. You know what I mean? Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's just if you're a fan, you're going to watch it. You know what I mean? It's. <laughs> it's yeah, it's kind of corny, but the other part that I loved about it is they introduced so many characters. Yeah, some that you never thought you would see. Exactly. Utaro, Shiva. Yeah, we got a we got a lot of them in there, and so. But they killed Johnny right away. Yeah, they, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, come on. you know what I mean? It was like, what what is what is happening here? You know, and and yeah. and you know, they're like I said, you know, it's. It's got a place in the in the Mortal Kombat community, you know, just like yeah. the Street Fighter movie for the Street Fighter community. For some reason, I really liked that movie, and I always did as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, man. I know Same it's here. terrible, but it's just so funny and entertaining. <laughs> oh, bro, you want to talk about terrible vi- video game movies? I watched Double Dragon, like, oh, man, a month or two ago, and I was like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe I watched this. <laughs> it's the same guy who plays Ken, isn't it, no? Or am I wrong about that? Uh, no, it's uh, so the the guy that plays Ken, we all know him from the from the movie, or I at least I know him from the movie Blood In Blood Out. Yeah. Um. That's but um the the dude that's in the Double Dragon, I can't remember their names, but it's not the guy you're thinking of. They look alike. They look a lot alike, but it's yeah. somebody different. Oh, I just realized that the one with the red suit. I'm not. A- I'm not a double dragon person, so I don't know the name. But he was the the bad guy in the latest John Wick movie. Yes, yes, yeah. Which I just realized. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> so there's that movie I have not seen for a long time. They're still keeping it alive, man. They're still keeping it alive. <laughs> yep. So do you still play any anything with Mortal Kombat or like what's the last game that you played? Oh, bro. Um. I am still, I'm still playing MK11. I yeah, me too. I took a step away from it for a moment, um, and then I came back because, like I said, I got nostalgic when this movie was coming out. Oh yeah, same here. I bought the uh, the expansion. Yes, I'm doing Aftermath. How do you like it so far? I beat it. Um, yeah, I really like it. Um, actually, I wasn't that excited for the characters that you get to unlock, but um, but after playing with them, I do like them a lot story was pretty cool this is probably one of the better stories that they've had i agree i um i got it was like 10 bucks recently so i was like yeah why not the movie's coming out yeah perfect timing see and and my and uh and my cousin flo dude he's so mortal kombat like diehard i mean he's got tattoos of them and everything oh really yeah he's um nice does he have the 
dragon symbol? Are they going to mistake him and enter him into the tournament? <laughs> right. I told him, I was like, dude, that might be the next thing that you got to get. But he's got Sub-Zero and he's got Katana tattooed on his arms. We gave nice. him we gave him shit about the mortal the sub zero one because it's a uh, it's a it's a sub zero where he's where he's wearing like the helmet and it you know the helmet's kind of got like it's almost like Shao Kahn esque you know what I mean hmm. um but we give him like shit a half we, mask or something it yeah it well it's like a full helmet and oh, okay it's um. We give him shit because we tell him, you know, it, it's very Shredder-esque, and he's going to kill me for saying this on the podcast, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes we just got to do it. Uh, but, you know, we give him shit, but we, yeah. like I said, dude, he's he's such a huge Mortal Kombat fan, um, and there's a lot of things that, he, that he'll educate me on, you know what I mean? Because he gets real deep into it, and there's characters that he'll <laughs> talk to me about, and I'm like, dude, just the other day, yeah. he had us playing that... Um, Mortal Kombat Special Forces or some shit like that for the PlayStation because I have a PlayStation and he bought the game. Uh, <laughs> dude, it was it was horrible, but it was fun, you know. <laughs> just to like, laugh at it. Yeah, just to laugh at it and just to play something, you know, that old school and um Yeah, the spin-offs were kind of I mean, they were hit or miss, but I mean, it was kind of impressive what they were they've been trying to build the the world for a long time oh yeah and uh the shaolin monks game i really liked if you ever played that one i never played that one but i know that was one that flo played and I, he was talking it's to me about that really good it's basically just Liu kang and show um kung lao like as a beat-em-up and it's just bloody and gory and you're just beating stuff up the whole time nice is that the one that's kind of got like a like 3d kind of yeah, yeah, it's a little bit three D. Yeah, yeah, the way the, the the way the screen moves and everything, like, yeah, okay. There's some really cool stuff in that game. I played it so much, man. Nice. I couldn't stop. <laughs> what system was that out for? I think it was. Uh, it could have been three sixty. You know, actually, I'm looking it up right now. PlayStation Two and Xbox. So this is pretty old. Okay, yeah, it came out in uh, 05. Right on. Hell yeah! But, uh, yeah, got high ratings. Really good game. You, if you have one of those systems, you could definitely check it out. Very nice. I um I started playing my uh, my old school. So I kind of got back into video gaming for a while, bro. And and I haven't been doing yeah. like you know Xbox One, PS4. I've been doing like PS3, PS2, regular PlayStation. I recently got my hands on an Xbox 360, so I've been playing like a lot of the old school games. Well, one of the ones that I bought for that one was uh, Mortal Kombat, the the complete edition. You know, the one that's got um, Freddy Krueger and yeah, you know, a couple, couple other new characters. So I've been doing that one a little bit, and then like I said, I've been doing the MK11. But bro, you you weren't excited about getting Rambo. <laughs> yeah it was uh, the trailer was funny to me uh i mean but he it's just kind of funny but if for some reason he doesn't come with aftermath i noticed that because i had to buy the i had to get the other expansion pack but i was able to get all of the characters and i was like hey, oh yeah terminator against robocop that sounds pretty cool yeah, to me i was doing that that was fun uh yeah i had to wait until very recently to buy shao Kahn because i think he was five bucks for the longest and then he was a 
dollar or like 79 cents when i bought aftermath so like yeah it's time to pick them up <laughs> hell yeah you can't beat those deals man yeah what system deals. are you playing on I'm playing on PS5 right now. Um, oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had a base PS4 and it was like a jet engine. And, and uh, I just got lucky. I, I put an order in. Like, you know how they were saying for PlayStation 5, they were like, uh, we're going to put up pre-orders tomorrow. And they actually did it the night before on Walmart. And uh, I, I think I was on Twitter because I was excited after the event. And they were like, somebody was like, Walmart, Walmart, go, go. And I did it, and it, somehow it worked, and somehow they didn't cancel my order, and it showed up. Dude, talking about a score, man, I haven't, I don't know if I'm going to get into PS5 or the new Xbox, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get there yet, because like I said, I've been, I've been neglecting my PS4 time, and my Xbox One, you know, for a while now. And I don't want to do what I used to do back in the day where I would sell my system to work up to mm -hmm. the new system because then I find myself trying to get that old system back. Yeah. So we'll see what well, happens. The good thing but is that um, you can bring all your PS4 stuff with you to PS5. So it's a lot easier transition. Oh, nice. But uh, I've always cannibalized my old system and I always regret it, especially the PS2. I mean, that was like really had the greatest games on it and it just sucked to get rid of it. But, um, and then I did it again with the PS3, so I never really learned. But <laughs> but this time, uh, they made it really, really easy to just continue almost as if you never left off. Like, there was a game I was playing on PS4, and I transferred it to PS5. And I just, from one day to the next, I just kept playing as if I never switched systems. So they did make it easier from that point of view. Nice, man. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Do you have uh, MK versus DC for... For 360 i don't i um i i tried that one for a while and i couldn't get too much into it it was yeah. um i know it's kind of crazy it it was uh I, I i appreciate what they were trying to do but i think they just picked the wrong comic yeah to go against you know what i mean it was uh you can't mutilate like superman or batman and stuff <laughs> exactly you know i was like oh, i'm like you know they they could have done something different but i appreciate what they were trying hopefully it'll turn into something you know even bigger later down the road yeah yeah no it's just funny thinking <laughs> about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but an mk11 man the uh the brut the brutal all the brutality in general it just seems like heightened to like a 12 man it's some some of it's like holy like almost too much yeah some of those kills and stuff yeah it's uh it's next level man and and what what i'm going to be interested in is now that we got these new systems you know the ps5 and the xbox um yeah will it cause nether realm to take it up a notch further you know what i mean like are we gonna see some i'm sure these guys got to be thinking some crazy shit you know what i mean they oh, have I'm to sure, man. i'm just not well, sure if they... 10 to 11 that was a big jump and that was within the same platform yeah that's true that's true i'm sure these guys have something crazy you know <laughs> that they haven't shown anybody because they can't get the green light for it but yeah i mean with the with the way these new systems are coming out and the way that they're showing the video and everything, they might get that opportunity to be like, say, like, hey, now's the time. 
What would you say if they didn't, if they mixed an open world into the game? Like they're like, the story mode's going to be partly open world, and then you're still going to have all your traditional modes. So it's not like they're going to skip any of that, but they're also going to add in, like where you can explore Outworld or you could explore Earth Realm, stuff like that. Dude, I would love that. Because That'd be cool. I, I think the replay value would just totally get raised you know what i mean because right now you oh, know yeah. these these are fighting games so it's one-on-one stuff and majority yeah. of the time you can only play the computer so much it becomes more of a you know online type you know game um yeah i, I haven't played because i'm just gonna get destroyed so i play on my own <laughs> oh yeah dude i've there's a couple of times where i get out there just to test the waters i'll win a couple like you know one or two and then after that i get completely destroyed and i'm like you know what i'm good yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna stay in my I lane. Was having, I was having fun uh, exploring Shang Tsung's island in MK11. Have you done that? I haven't done that yet. Yeah, there's like a whole vault or like a crypt, kind of. I think they call it the crypt, and you can explore his island. And there's like a mini story to it, and you have to go through the caverns and go through his whole island, finding stuff. You can, you know, you can unlock music and costumes and fatalities. And uh, so as you're playing it, you, you're getting currency and you can go spend it there. And just unlock stuff. Oh, shit. Nice, man. I'm going to have to build up some of my currency and and get out there and test that out. Yeah, it's kind of cool because you can just run around almost almost like an open world and you can learn things. You know, you can go where like Goro used to have his lair and stuff like that. Nice. That's cool. So they kind of put like some little bits or some little easter eggs out there about old uh some of the old school stuff from mortal kombat or the mortal kombat history yeah just a little bit okay and then you know some of the stuff from the new whatever is going on currently and stuff like that nice i'm with that that sounds awesome (laughs) yeah right on man so we could go on about the history of mortal kombat and a lot of things that are going on with it because you know it is very (laughs) nostalgic to me and frank here Let's get into the movie, man. Let's talk about this. So, first thoughts, man. Give me... So, based off of the previews and stuff like that, where was your your hope meter? Yeah. And what were you... What were you feeling? So, let's let's talk about the previews. Okay. Where was the hype level for you? Like, what were you hoping for? So I think we first heard about this project, what, maybe two years ago at one of the comic conventions. And they said, basically, they didn't say much. They just said, there's a Mortal Kombat movie in the works. And it was like slightly after the YouTube series, maybe. And so at that point, I was just like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, I mean, it wasn't like I was massively hyped for it at that point. But I think the first trailer came out this year, right? In 2021? Mm-hmm. Probably, what, February? Yeah. No, not even. It's not that long ago. But, uh... I believe I mean, it was March, trailer, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, no. I think you're right, actually. Yeah. It was really, really, uh, not that far ago. But, actually, that first trailer really, really, really hyped me up, like, to the point where, like we were talking about, I went and bought Aftermath, and I was just definitely 
big time on the hype train. I probably overhyped myself because I was just I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> I'm over here I'm over here playing the game and buying the toys like a little kid. And uh yeah, I was just super hyped. And you know, one of the things that got me was the Kano line from the trailer where he's like, Kano wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's like looking at the heart. <laughs> He, he was just so awesome. I was like, holy crap, this is awesome, you know? And I was like, oh, man, I was really hyped, though. Let me tell you, my hype level was like an 11. Nice. And it, it might have worked against me because I was I was just building it up to be something that I don't know if anybody could be. I'm in the same line as you. So one of the things that I was super pumped about was the way Sub Zero looked, man. The way they introduced him in the in the preview, I was just like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Okay, yeah. like I'm I'm in." Like you know, if even if it's just to, you know, to watch an hour and a half of him, you know, I'm 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 interested. You know, I want to see what's going on. But dude, like when I, he froze the gun, and stuff like that. Yes, that was such a great scene, man. <laughs> and I think I was like you. You know what I mean? I was I was hyping it up and I was getting pumped up. I mean. Dude, I had April 16th locked in my brain. And then the moment when I found out they were delaying it a week, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, oh, that was annoying. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, you guys are messing with my Mortal Kombat emotions, man, because, you know, <laughs> we're trying to plan things out. We're getting pumped up. And, you know, bro, like, to be honest with you, people that I would have never expected to like Mortal Kombat were actually yeah. talking about it. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, I can't wait to see that norm- that new Mortal Kombat mm. movie. And I'm like... It's one of those things, man. It's, it's like in everybody's brains from the last 30 years. Right? right? And then when you put a trailer like that, <laughs> people are really excited. Exactly. And one of the things, bro, that I was... You know, that, that I'll say that they nailed because I was just like, well... We live in a world more where, you know, CGI plays an effect, but mm-hmm. they can they've honed it and they've got it down to where, you know, it looks realistic. Um, you know, there's, yeah, I mean, thank God, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Michael Bay, but I'm just glad that he wasn't directing this movie or anything like that. Cause he would have <laughs> CGI the shit out of it. But, um, I was, I was super pumped to see, you know, I mean, obviously right away, I was just like fatalities, man, what the hell is going to happen? Like, are they going to stay true to it? Or, you know, what's going to happen here? And I know that when I started doing the research on the movie, I did see that they kept the budget low to where they could keep it at the rating that they had it at. And I believe it was it was it was rated R, right? Yeah, it was rated R. And I was just reading this before. And uh, I think it was 55 million was the budget, which is pretty low, man, for a giant movie like this. Which takes me into my next question. <laughs> All right. <What's> that? <laughs> what that? So when the when the movie started, you know, we've got Sub-Zero and Scorpion, um, you know, mm-hmm. obviously in the introduction. Um, how did you how did you feel the way that it was starting off? Like, you know, did you feel like action uh, was... action came too soon or No man. It was like <laughs> I mean, it, it it had a good mix of emotional, and I'm actually a really big fan of the actor who plays Scorpion. I've liked him in a lot of things, Last Samurai and a bunch of other movies. So I was happy that he was going to be Scorpion. Um, 
and I started researching like right when the trailer came out, I was like, all right, who's in this and all that kind of stuff. So he kind of brought some of that level up for me. And, uh, I mean, his action scene was, I, I don't know, one of the best in the movie for me when he's fighting all the ninjas and he puts together his little kunai with the, with the rope and everything. So I was actually riding pretty high on that first scene. I thought it was really great, man. I was just like, shit. I'm like, this movie is starting off fast. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm going to strap in, you know what I mean? I was, I was totally into it. Yeah. I, the way I love the way that they presented it. I love the way the special effects came across with Sub-Zero. Um, mm-hmm. the, I loved how they showed too, where they, you know, it was showing Sub-Zero's language and it was showing Scorpions and it was, uh, Chinese oh, yeah. and Japanese. And I love how Scorpion told him, like, you may not understand what I'm telling you, but <laughs> you know, it's, you're, you're going to learn today. You know what I mean? Like you're, <laughs> you're about to get educated. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but Dude, like, oh, man, like, the fighting was intense, the blood, the way Scorpion started throwing down and killing all those uh, all those other ninjas, oh, yeah. and, dude, and then just for him to walk up on his family and everything, you know what I mean, to see, like, the, oh. the way they presented, you know, the the mother and the, and the son, I was just mm-hmm. like, holy shit, like, you know what I mean, it hits you in the fillers, you're just like, damn you know what i mean you're like this is it you've got a little like literally you've got an emotional roller coaster ride going on in the first five to ten minutes of the movie yeah it was almost just like a short film yeah exactly um how did you and they i like how they they still stuck true to the lore of the of mortal Kombat because they were naming the clans and that was all accurate as far as their names and stuff like that. Um, I never really realized whether Sub-Zero speaks Chinese or not, but he, he spoke both languages. So I'm not sure why he was talking one versus the other. But, you know, like, like I was saying, the mythology stuff was there. So I was, I was happy to see that on top of all the other positives. Definitely. Um, I was... I, I... I guess what it was is I was just kind of maybe seeing like, well, I mean, obviously we've got a new writer, you know what I mean? And a director in this one. So Mm -hmm. I believe this is where, you know, they're throwing in maybe their perspective or their little twist of the movie. Right. So before we get into, you know, the, the big, I would say the, not necessarily the surprise, but what, you know, the one thing that pissed off most of the, most of the Mortal Kombat fans, the hardcore fans. <laughs> and I, you know, exactly who I'm talking about on that one. Before we bring that part in, um, mm-hmm. how did you feel like in the, in, you know, in the rest of the, you know, the flow of the movie, like where, you know, where, where were you at with, you know, getting, getting from that part and then it just, you mm-hmm. know, moving down. I think for the next 20 minutes, like until until after the initial meeting with Sonia, I was a little bit let down for that portion. 
and it started getting better after after they reach uh, the temple and they start learning more about what it is they have to do and what's going on. And from there, man, as soon as a certain moment happens where the bad guys invade, then it got really, really good. And then it just never stopped from there. Like the last 30 minutes is basically nonstop. It, um, I know exactly on that part that you're, you know, that, that, that piece where you're talking about and, <laughs> yeah. um, I was doing everything that I could to wrap my head around it. You know what I mean? And I was just trying to look at it in a different set of eyes, you know, instead of my mortal combat eyes. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, um, it challenged me, bro. And, and it kind of took me away from the movie for about 10 to 15 minutes. Cause I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I agree. Seriously. Like, you know, what, what are we doing here? Like, you know, what, what is it that you like guys why? are? Yeah, exactly. Like why, you know what I mean? I kept rewinding it in mm-hmm. my head and you know, I, I've got, you know, while we're watching the movie, you know, obviously I got friends in there and they're asking questions or just like, you know, uh, what's what's going on who is this guy uh, <laughs> yeah you're like don't talk to me i'm mad right now yeah i'm like uh <laughs> hold on i'm trying to find myself right now so <laughs> yeah no right <laughs> um that's funny let's um let's key in a little bit more on on sub-zero before we get to our main guy and okay. so talk to me bro what did you what did you think when Cole Young's daughter is sitting there at the table. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, it starts snowing. We know who's coming when it starts yep. snowing, right? What did you think of that scene, dude? Uh, I thought it was a little bit... The way that they presented his attacks were... They just seemed really like harmless because at some point, they're in a car, and it looks like somebody just threw like a bunch of slush at the window. Like, the window doesn't break. It's just, like, a soft snowball, like, melts on the side of the car. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what the hell is this? <laughs> and, you know, like, he's walking down the the street, and he's just kind of, like, he has some flurries behind him, and that's about it. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, the other parts where they portray his powers are really cool, but this particular moment didn't really work for me. I, so... I was kind of like they, you know, so my whole, my whole description of this is they started the grand finale before the warm up. you know what I mean? So we see it snowing and I'm like, Oh shit, here comes sub zero. You know what I mean? This is going to be badass. And I love the way they started it. I mean, he's literally controlling, you know, like he turns shit into ice, like the snow into ice and he just, you know, sends it down the street and, He's doing yeah. all this cool shit, but then I am totally with you. The the way it was hitting the car, just mm-hmm. I was like, um what what are we doing here? Like Like they had some intern with a bucket of like half frozen water, throw it at the car real quick. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean we know Sub Zero, bro. We know that I mean he can kill with ice. Yeah, throw a giant icicle or just freeze the car from moving at all and you know he could have done much more yeah there was a lot more especially the way they they introduced him and that's why i was saying like they gave us the grand finale before they even warmed us up to it you know what i mean they did it backwards Mm -hmm. and i was just like 
what are you guys trying to do here? You know what I mean? They should have, I don't know. I, I mean, I think the effects could have been a lot greater, but we get into the scene between Sub-Zero and Jax. Yeah. Dude. Talking about two iconic scenes that stayed in my, that will stay in my brain <laughs> the rest of my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, man. And this is right from the trailer. This, you know, I, we're waiting for this moment to happen. Exactly, dude. So when he fires the gun and he freezes it, and he's just literally like watching the bullet, you know what yeah. I mean? Like freeze, like right in well, front I like of him. How it was like a shotgun, and it like he's freezing all the pellets, and it's like it was just a really cool effect. Yeah, really it was. Good. It was. It Jack, was so badass. And everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Then we get to you know there's there's a little bit of fighting going on and dude when sub zero grabs both of his arms and you just see his <sighs> arms freezing up yeah the sound the look in sub zero yeah the screams the way jacks is reacting dude they they nailed it that was beautiful i love how, I love how you can see blood through the ice yeah, so it's not just solid ice. It's just, there's it looks like you know his tissue is being ripped apart and, and crushed and everything. Talking about attention to detail, right? They really got that this one good. legit. What it um, I thought I thought Sub Zero was fucking savage, dude. So he literally ripped <laughs> he he rips these guys' arms off, and then as he's walking, like as 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 Jax is just laying there. He fucking boots him, bro, off, you know, off the, <laughs> like, the second tier where they are, and you just see Jax, like, you know, hit the side and then drop. That was oh, brutal. The way he kicked him down, like, two floors. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, he already ripped his arms off. I don't know if you really needed to do that. Right? It was almost like we had, like, a pit fatality after that. <laughs> like, a fatality on top of a oh, fatality. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, he wants, this is, like, not one of those bad guys where like they tie you up and then they leave the room right? and then you, you get out. <laughs> this dude ripped your arm off and kick you down two flights of, of a building. Literally finishing him. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so we're all, since we're on the subject of sub zero, how do you like the way they made his character in this one? Uh, yeah, I just wish they would have, kind of giving you more to latch on to as far as is this the same guy who was fighting scorpion in the 1600s and if it is like how did he give his soul to shang Tsung? and you know just bridge the gap a little bit more i think because he became kind of soulless and maybe maybe in the writer's room or in the writer's head or whatever it all makes sense, but to the viewer, at least to me, it didn't really come across a hundred percent clear. Um, so for, you know, from that perspective, I think they could have done a little better job on that, but I think his characterization made sense, but he seemed like overly evil. And that could have been because like I said, maybe he, he sold his soul for some reason, but he was pretty evil in the first scene already as a human. So maybe he was just always like that. Or something. I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I'm right in there with you. Um, my, I would have loved to have seen just a little, a little, little small piece in there of the story of showing where he became so dark. 
Yeah. I mean, he was fucking ruthless, dude. And for us Mortal Kombat fans, we kind of know the story of Sub-Zero and Scorpion. And we know that there was someone, you know, for those of you that have watched Scorpion's Revenge, um, this movie was tailored sim- similar to it you know what i mean there was there's pieces from that movie that you know that roll into this movie and you know there was a lot of things that that i was catching in in similarity we know what happens in scorpion's revenge we know that quan chi was the main reason why this why this feud started um i don't know if I guess in my head with the way with how dark he was, it kind of makes me feel like this might be something that they're, you know, that they're that they're telling a story. And maybe, you know, if we, you know, if we get something again in the future of Mortal Kombat, you know, they're going to give us they're going to give us that tail end of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, let me or ask like Sub-Zero's own movie. I don't know. I mean, it seems like they have grand plans because they were already saying how they have a trilogy planned and stuff like that. Exactly. Um, a Sub Zero spinoff. I know Flow would absolutely go bonkers for. <laughs> Get another tattoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get another tattoo. F would do the whole body if he didn't have it already. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's get into. So we're we're already talking a little bit about the fatalities. Yep. What did you think, bro? Uh, let's go here. What was your favorite fatality? God. Uh, I'll give you two because I, I can't really tell you, but uh, I love the Kung Lao hat fatality. I don't want to say, I'm trying to like jump around spoilers. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to say the hat and then like the Hulk smash, like thunderclap fatality. Okay. And we Those all, those were good. We all know that's real good. We all know that's uh Kung Pao, I mean Kung Lao. <laughs> Dude, you don't know how much I laughed. Like I usually never audibly laugh out loud, but dude, I, he just the way he talks, man, and then he wouldn't shut up. <laughs> I actually watched the scene like two, three times because I was like, "This is too much fun. I want to go back and watch this whole dinner scene again." Right? Oh, dude, I'm totally with you on that, man. Uh oh. Oh, would you look who it is? And just like that, the Funkaholics have expanded. Get somebody to just pop in at the studio here. That's right. I came from the nether realm. Oh, (laughs) man. Did Raiden port you in or Shang Tsung? It was Raiden. Fuck Shang Tsung. (laughs) Shang Tsung was bad in this movie. He was terrible. It was terrible. Especially the the night before, I had watched the '95, and I was like, "This guy's a freaking amazing, right?" And then to get this thing song, I'm like, "Oh, what the hell is this, man?" Oh, dude. So I've I've got some questions for you guys. So, Flo, we got Frank on the line. He's a Mortal Kombat fan. Oh, fuck you, hi, Frank. <laughs> What's going on? And I've been Mr. telling him. Mr. Netherrealm, um, I've been telling him, you know, how much of a Mortal Kombat fan you are and everything. So in the beginning of the podcast, we talked about, you know, why Mortal Kombat was important to us or what we remember about it or how we became fans. Um, 
we kind of went into long story about that and how how it's nostalgic to us and then now we're getting into a little bit about the movie so real quick how did you become a mortal kombat fan oh well i'm glad you asked my friend um well when i was like around six or seven i watched uh my uncle play mortal kombat deception which is my favorite mortal kombat okay and I was like, all right, all right, I'll play. But those bastards hogged the controller. Well, I mean, I was young as shit, so they're like, nah, Flo, fuck off. So I was like, all right, whatever, dude. And then when I got older, I um, started to get all the Mortal Kombat. I got uh, Armageddon, Shaolin Monks, um, 2, 3, and 4. And I started getting them into them. And then when I was um, going through some shit through middle school, that's all I pretty much did was just play Mortal Kombat. Then... I was understanding the lore and all that stuff, and I'm not sure if you guys can know, but I'm a huge-ass Sub-Zero fan, so fuck Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember the uh, the introduction to Deception was, to me, incredible back then. Like I just love that whole, there was like a huge battle, and they really were getting into the lore a lot more, so I've always liked that stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, Hell, yeah. That was, like, the depressing, like, the most depressing opening of a Mortal Kombat game ever. Well, aside from Deadly Alliance, they killed my boy, Lou. But Deception, that was, like, that was, like, Hot Topic vibes right there. There you go. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I, I rock with this. <laughs> was that the one with, like, the big dragon guy who yep. was kicking everybody's ass? Yeah. All right, Naga. that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that see, I, was man, yes. I told you, Frank, this dude knows all their names. He's got... I mean the the knowledge that comes from this kid. It's uh, I even got fucking Sub Zero Katana tattooed on my right arm. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to deflate his his flex, man. Come on. I mean, I can still <laughs> flex. Said, oh yeah, bro. Mm. Oh shit. Right. You're hardcore. I'm gonna freeze your ass. So which Sub Zero is that? That's from Mortal Kombat Deception. But you fucking assholes <laughs> say it looks like Shredder. What it fucking does it? <laughs> The one with the little uh, fur piece on his neck. <laughs> yes, and the somewhat yeah. shredder helmet. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Oh, fucker dude, joke. was this the game when they first introduced weapons and you could switch stances like to weapons or no no weapons? That was a uh, deadly alliance. Oh, okay. Flo, so I'm, I'm saying, man, there's so much Mortal Kombat out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is. I can't get enough of it. Flo, I'm gonna give you the. <laughs> Mortal Kombat laugh. Yeah, yeah, that's a false <laughs> victory right there. <laughs> so, Flo, now that we know your history with Mortal Kombat, we got into the movie. We got, you know, we talked a little bit about the introduction between Scorpion and Sub Zero. We're getting into the fatalities now a little bit. Um, give us your impression of how you felt the way they told the story about Sub Zero. Well, I honestly expected it. Because if you're a true fan like me, you'll kind of understand what's going on. And seeing that, everyone's like, oh, fuck Sub-Zero. He's a dick. No. You got to understand and play the games to understand. And, uh, well, how much can I say of it? Because I don't want to be a spoiler. Well, we're we're kind of going around spoilers right now. But I'm going to put it in the introduction. You know, if you haven't seen the movie, don't listen to the pod yet. Well, can I... Talk about how it is on the game? Sure. Alrighty, so in the game is the Sub-Zero that goes and kills Scorpion and his family. That's Bihan, which later on, after Scorpion kills him, turns into Noob Saibot. So his brother, Kwai Liang, is the real Sub-Zero that's remaining in the game. Okay. So seeing that happen at the end, 
I kind of saw it happen because that's just how it happens with Scorpion and Sub. But everyone's like, oh, yeah, you freaking Scorpion beat the Shadow Sub Zero. No, he fucking didn't. He beat the Weak Brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait until Kawhi Lane comes up. He'll fuck shit up. <laughs> now, he's the one with the scar on his face. Is yeah. that right? Yes. Okay. And then they, they explain that in the Sub Zero game, no? Like the PS1 spinoff game? Yeah. I believe so. They in do. My, in mythologies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mythologies. Sub Zero mythology, yeah. Oh, yeah, that game. I can't even pass the fucking first stage. I think mine's just broken. <laughs> and so the, the Quailion, if I'm saying that right, he is a much better fighter yeah, he's than the, the other. He's the Sub-Zero that doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one who's dressed up like Shredder. I mean... No, don't start with that shit. <laughs> but yes, that's I'm it. With you. <laughs> don't freeze me, dude. I know you're from the nether realm and everything. All right, I'll, I'll, sp- I'll, I'll spare you. I'll give you the mercy. Wow, friendship? Friendship again? <laughs> <laughs> right on. So, back to... Fatality. Yes. Back to the fatalities. So, Frank was giving us... Uh, the fatalities that he liked in the movie and the two that he talked about was Kung Lao's and the other one was the Jack's fatality with the, well, the, the hands, the slap hands, the slap hands. Um, <laughs> I know for me personally, the one that will never leave my head is between sub zero and Jack's when he rips off his arms. Um, that was a beautiful fatality to me. And then I got to go with the Kung Lao one with the hat. That one is a badass one. That was sick the way they did it. And dude, excellent. Oh, absolutely, dude. What about what about you, Flo? What were what were your favorites? My uh my favorite, well, I mean it's everyone's now. It's the Kung Lao one. I thought that was superb. <laughs> And uh, and people don't really think of this one that much, but mine would have to be uh, my boy Kano's. Okay, because I yeah I love Kano yeah. and just seeing that got all, it made me feel nostalgic. And same thing with Jax's too. He was like, you know what, fucker, slap hands, and then there there it was very cool. It's very like cool. yeah, these motherfuckers work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so since we're talking about Kano. Before we get oh into God, it, dude. <laughs> I you pulled the film. right. I pulled a soundbite from him that I'm going to go ahead and play for the listeners, <laughs> and then we'll get into discussion about Mr. Kano. <laughs> Top knot, the end. What's his name? Kung Pao. Pass us a fucking egg roll, would you? <laughs> fucking sombrero you wear, and shove it so far up your ass you start <laughs> speaking Spanish. How does that sound? I love that guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. So he's a next level shit talker, man. Dude, he was on point, man. Talking to I, I couldn't have said it perfect, Frank. You fucking nailed it, dude. Next level shit talker. <laughs> this dude, if he wasn't in the movie, I don't know what I, I think my rating would have been extremely lower. But I love that they fucking put a comedic side in and this guy nailed the character. Kano is ruthless and he's fucking sarcastic and they got it like talking about nailing a character they fucking put it together and they nailed it dude I cannot tell you how many times I was fucking cracking up through the movie just on the shit that he was saying I mean 
he literally told fucking Liu Kang that he had anal beads. <laughs> yeah, no, that was funny, dude. <laughs> I had no idea that was coming in. Dude just doesn't stop. It's like right? one sentence after another for like four minutes. It's like, is this guy ever going to like slap somebody and tell him to stop making fun of him or is he right? just going to keep talking? <laughs> oh, I, I fucking love that guy. He was like the definition of doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, he was great. Dude, the biggest thing, so I was a Kano fan when Mortal Kombat first got introduced. And the one thing, though, besides how how awesome he nailed the character, the one thing that I missed or that I wanted in there was the eye placement. I don't like how he just developed that. Me too. I was kind of disappointed. In his eye, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, hey, where's the fucking metal part? Right. Yeah, you never got the plate. I I wanted the Phantom of the Opera Kano, not scratched by a cat Kano. I know. (laughs) And it ends up freaking healing and shit, but out of the eye, I was kind of more sad. I didn't see uh, my man do the cannonball. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The rolling... Flip thing, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I try. Well, you know what? It hurts. While you're talking about that, what what kind of annoyed me from a mythology point of view is how they were kept talking about the arcana, how you have to kind of earn it, and you also have to have a mark mm-hmm. in order in order to fight. Even though Sonya was holding her own and probably more worthy than Kano was, but this stupid mark, and I guess you can kill somebody and take the mark. Yeah, if which you... kind of defeats the purpose because, like, aren't you whittling down your fighters? If let's say two people from Earthworm really want to fight, <laughs> and then one of them kills the other one because he wants the mark, right? And it's like now you have one less fighter. I don't know. I just didn't really appreciate the change. Those changes. the The rules on it was kind of confusing to me. I I was just like, well, what are we doing here? Because so if some so Jax got his mark from defeating somebody, right? That had the mark. And basically, it just comes off of them and moves to them when they defeat that person, right? Mm-hmm. Is Which it? is totally different from some of the... Sh- well, Mortal Kombat 1, we, we didn't we didn't really see that. No. I mean, not Mortal Kombat 1. No. Well, the, the 95 movie. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, We once they died, we saw the dragon removed from them. And then, you know, it goes wherever. I totally forgot about that shit. That was like yeah, the of the I didn't even know. Um, I was about to feel like a bad fan for not knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. I did too. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I should have known that. <laughs> well, the the only reason I remember it right now, Rose, because I actually, I literally watched Annihilation like oh, okay. a week before, <laughs> before Mortal Kombat movie came out or Mortal Kombat 2021. Yeah. <laughs> MK21. That's right. I like the sound of that. <laughs> MK21. <laughs> so let's let's get into the hot discussion. Let's go ahead and turn things up like Scorpion. Let's fucking let's make it hot up in here. <laughs> Wall freeze it. Cole Young. Cole Young. Cole Young. Poor uh, Cole Young. I oh. thought he was gonna be worse. And he was okay at points. <laughs> Can I give you my honest opinion? Go ahead. He doesn't belong in the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So what should they have done? Just done the same thing like Sub-Zero where Scorpion's still alive, but now he's a soulless demon? Yes. Yes. That would have been better. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, right? That's right. Instead of worrying about the stupid family and everything for half the movie, it would have definitely helped things along. Yeah. Um, I... So... Me and Frank earlier, before you got here, Flo, we were talking about getting lost in the movie for about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, The reason for that was Cole Young and you and I had talked about this previously is, you know, when we saw the baby that was being hidden. Yeah. um, I had to watch that over again because, like I said, I got lost and I had to find myself. Took a little while, but we got there. The whole time, I thought that was Cole Young that was hidden. But I had to realize these guys were fighting way before. Mm-hmm. And I remember the the son saying, I need to go check on my sister. So I was like, Cole, right. Cole Young's a girl? <laughs> Cole Young's a girl. You, you know what I mean? So it kind of threw me off there. But then I, was, I watched the movie again. I was able to figure it out. I don't like it. It didn't. I I mean, I can appreciate what this new writer and director is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure they felt like they had to introduce something new. But it also is kind of like, what's so important about the bloodline if all you get is some crappy MMA guy who gets the shit kicked out of him every five minutes? Absolutely. That, you know what I mean? That was my argument. I'm like, how the fuck can this dude be of Scorpion's blood and he's fucking giving up in an MMA match of all things? Why did it have to be mixed martial arts too? Like, why did it have to be MMA? Are they just... Do they want the UFC fans paying attention to this movie or something? Like, there's so many other arts out there they could have fucking chosen and that's what they picked? Yeah, they could have done like Taekwondo or some shit like that. But- Thank you. Well, that's like how you would think that the Mortal Kombat would be because they're based off those fucking martial arts. But MMA, I was like, and you got your ass kicked. I was like, <laughs> you fucking suck, dude. I mean, I don't mind if there was an MMA guy because I think it's a mix. Obviously, like the name implies, it's mixed martial arts. It You can't just know how to kick people in the face. Like what if somebody takes you down like Jax starts punching you in the face and you don't know how to get up? I mean, the fight's over at that point. There, I think there was a place for it, but the way they executed it was just really stupid. <laughs> it was terrible. I mean, and then he's a descendant, right? So, like, why is he... He should have had, like, an old grandfather who's still trying to teach him the ways of the clan or something like that or something, man. Like Exactly, you know? man. We need some Mr. Miyagi and Danielson-type <laughs> shit going on here with Cole Young. They... Cole, son. <laughs> Cole, son. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I mean, I don't. Uh, I know, man. What he there was some dumb stuff. What he turned into afterwards, once he found his chi or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. Um. Ah, dude, I wasn't sold on it. I. It's Arcana, get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, um, well, it's like his power is to get his ass whooped and then explode because he's getting his ass kicked too much. Exactly. Like it was just, oh my god! Like they totally destroyed that character. I think the <laughs> character could have had opportunity, but I think it was just, 
I don't know what they were trying to do. I'm still trying to scratch my head on it and struggle trying to figure out what the fuck they were trying to do. But it just—they couldn't afford Scorpion for the whole movie, so they had to invent Cole Young. That's probably what it was. Probably, but I mean, dude, they—they seriously should have given him something better than fucking battle armor and two batons. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It was. I'm like, you know, we we've got these amazing fatalities going on. We got these beautiful fucking characters. Yep. They could have done something different. I mean, you have a roster of, what, 200 freaking fighters by now? Yes. I mean, you could have created something new that was actually cool. If you want to be a descendant of Scorpion, you got to live up to the title, man. You can't just come up with some loser. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I could understand if this was Johnny Cage's son or, um, (laughs) you know, Stryker's son or, you know, some... Even like Luke Kane's son. Yeah, even like Luke Kane's son. Which another thing that's another one that I'm gonna get into, dude. I like we might have to turn this into two episodes because I'm pretty fucking pissed with a couple of things. <laughs> yeah. I mean what'd you guys think of Luke King? I was like when I saw him, I was like, What the hell? <laughs> so it's like the Luke King that we had in nineteen ninety five was Amazon. And the Liu Kang that we have in 2021 was like Wish. <laughs> or BTS. <laughs> or Taobao. Or uh, yeah, Express. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Like, I mean, uh, he when he took off his shirt, I mean, the fucker was ripped up like Bruce Lee. So yeah. That was cool. But yes. He looked too small to me. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, he looked like. Shang Tsung ripped out half his soul and then stopped. And then yeah, left exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, was a cool scene. Yeah, when it was. Ripped, uh, Kung Lao's soul out. That was pretty badass. No, I was I was pretty pissed off. <laughs> Kung Lao was okay. He I, wasn't as bad. I love Kung Lao. He was my go-to for Shaolin Monks. And when I saw that shit, I was fucking oh, yeah, mad. Man. I was like, take Cole. He doesn't fucking deserve to live. <laughs> All right. I was I telling was... this guy, man, you, you got to play Shaolin Monks. One of the better... Really cool game. Oh, I fucking love that game. I'm sad that and the way he comes out of the ground when he he does the spin. Oh yeah, yeah, that was so badass. I love Kung Lao. He's one of my favorite characters, um, (laughs) in the whole Mortal Kombat thing. The guy that played him, not so much. (laughs) Um, What about the uh, the tripping scene? Yes, (laughs) dude. I'm so glad that you got into that because I loved how they threw homage at the video game. Yes. The leg sweep. Oh, yeah. That's the only move you know, mate. <laughs> oh, that was, I was <laughs> like, he thought he got him and then he trips him anyway. I was laughing my ass off at that. <laughs> Even the jump that Kano does looked exactly like from the video game. It's like a weird little frog hop or yeah. something. Like. <laughs> Dude, I love that. It was funny because I was the only one laughing when that part came on. Everybody was just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, you got to be a video. You got to know the video games to get that. I'm like, if you don't know yeah. about this, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I take my Mortal Kombat way too seriously, as much as my Walking Dead. Yeah, you do. But that that just shows the type of fan you are. That's right. Um, let me let me throw this at you guys. What would a, what character do you feel could have been introduced to replace Cole Young? Anybody else? Um, Anybody else? <laughs> which character? I don't know. I mean, I think they just didn't want to have the exact same roster maybe like they didn't want to do like Johnny Cage as the main character or something like that but 
to create a new character, I mean, you have to do a stellar job to compete with the roster and the fandom and everything. So, I mean, why even try at that point? You got so much other stuff to do. Why challenge yourself and then fail to the task to create something new? Right. And you just said it, Frank. They got 200 characters to choose from. That's right. And I love all of them, except for two. Su Hao and Shao Kahn, I fucking hate those fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you, I mean, how would you have felt if maybe they put Stryker in there or they put, who, who was the Stryker. other one from MK11 that you said? Um, which one? I don't even know. What's the, what's the Western dude's name? Oh, Aaron Black. Oh, Aaron Black. Yeah. Oh, that would have been. He's sick. pretty cool, but he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's, he's a bad guy. You know what my honest opinion would be, like how they should start off the, the movie? You know how we got Scorpion's Revenge? Mm-hmm. Why can't we have Sub-Zero's Revenge? Because since the first one dies, why doesn't it show Sub-Zero, Kwai Ying's edition of him coming in and going to the tournament? I think you're going to get your wish, Flo. There's probably going to be a spinoff. Yeah, think- what we're saying is that they didn't, they didn't make you understand why Sub-Zero went like completely to the dark side like that. <laughs> it was like really far. Well... I mean, I know why it happened. You know I, why, but yeah. they didn't introduce that in the movie. So that's why we're saying there's a possibility they're probably going to tell that story. They should, because when I was watching it with my brother and my uncle, we were like, what the fuck? Why isn't it showing anything? And we were like, where's Quan uh, Chi? He was like, he's behind it. Like, what the fuck? Right. Even though, oh, that, he's another fucker I hate. Fuck him. I hate Quan Chi. <laughs> Did you guys see the... The photo of uh, Nightwolf or the drawing? Yes. Yes. I noticed that. that was Easter egg. Cool. Another little Easter egg thrown in there. Oh, believe me, I was paying attention. I saw Kodo Khan. I saw Katana's fans. I fucking heard the name Ball Rachel. I fucking heard all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they came up with the name Ball Rachel, and it's like, I don't know. I just think it's really cool. Oh yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That was uh when I when I saw that player come out. Dude, I can't yeah. tell you how many times I fought with him on the game. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Like, Did you play under Drunken Fist? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And, everybody, and you know, I love how you guys say um, Baracho and everything like that. And I'm over there like, oh, I'm going to select Baracho. <laughs> yeah, Baracho. <laughs> exactly. That's why I loved it so much. But they could have put him instead of Colt. It would have been better. I think so. Absolutely. I think what. You know I, what? That could have been interesting because what if it's like this drunken guy who has fallen from grace and he has to redeem his, his heritage to, you know, the clan or to Scorpion or to whatever? That could have been. Look at that. I just wrote the movie for you. There well, it take is. Take out man. Cole. Done deal. <laughs> well, well, I think that the, the interesting thing I would like to see if they were to start a bull ratio, it would have showed him growing up and he eventually, like, he kind of helps teach uh, Liu Kang and Kung Lao their stuff. So I would have shown that montage. Or even start off the movie with just Kung Lao because that guy is like so underrated like fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I I mean, I I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I just have to look into a couple of things to see what what we might be able to find on, on why they introduced Cole Young or... I mean, I know I watched a lot of behind-the-scenes shit and stuff like that, but I just could not get an answer or couldn't find something that would make sense on why they introduced this new character. I The only thing that makes sense to me is the times that we're in. And, I mean, obviously UFC and shit like that is popular. Mm-hmm. So maybe they felt that was the wave that they were going to ride and just go with it. Um I mean, I, I mean, guess. And it makes sense, but the 
I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to define his character and what, you know, they just made a bad character on top of him being an MMA fighter. Yeah, it, it, there you go. It couldn't have said it better. It, um, if they would have just done something a little bit different, you know, as opposed to the MMA fighting and, you know, the 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 power that he developed or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. I think they could have done something different. Like, right. I think so. Or why too. didn't he unlock like fire powers like Thank Scorpion? You. I mean, why why did he just, you know have a completely different power set and really no attachment to his lineage other than sometimes having a nightmare of seeing some guy on fire in the mirror? Exactly, dude. You know what's funny? And I was telling Flo like, so when I first saw the previews of Mortal Kombat and I saw this new Cole Young character, and I know like they gave us just like a short preview. I had hopes that this dude was going to turn into Tremor. After watching the movie, I totally realized that that was such a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Tremor's only been in two games. But, I mean, talking about bringing in a character that nobody really thinks about. I mean, they brought in, what's her name? Natara. Yes. Nobody knew who. I mean, true Mortal Kombat fans know who she is. Yeah, I spotted her, Reiko. I was like, "You motherfuckers!" I saw what she. I was happy as fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, so why not bring us Tremor? But they did such a bad job with him, and they could have brought him back to life, and then people would have been fans. (laughs) Maybe, and he was on Mortal Kombat Special Forces, which um, they don't really give him a backstory. They're like, "Oh, he he's bad guy. Go beat his ass, Jackson." That was it. So why not bring that character to life in this new movie instead of giving us some Cole Young that sold the whole thing short? (laughs) They could have also done. Quan Chi instead of Shang Tsung because we've already seen Shang Tsung. You're not going to beat that actor. You're not going to beat that interpretation. They even Netherrealm themselves have used his likeness as the canon Shang Tsung in the MK11. So it's like, why not just you know do Quan Chi man or something that we haven't seen and it would have been a lot more interesting. I would Absolutely. like that too. Uh, Frank, so it works you- both ways, right? Like replace Cole and then replace Shang Tsung. There you go. There, I- you know what? If we're throwing out people, let's go ahead and get rid of Raiden too. <laughs> <laughs> Raiden was bad. Dude. I was just it was terrible, dude. Like I couldn't get away from his eyes for the one for the first part. I mean, they should have done with his eyes what they did to Sub Zero. I'm sure yeah. they could have put like some type of clear contact in his eyes and maybe like CGI'd some lightning going through it, but it doesn't have to be like lightning every every time he's standing there. Like yeah, a constant constantly like a lava lamp or what are those stupid lamps where you touch it and it electrocutes you or the the lightning comes to your finger oh yeah i know what you're talking about yeah it's like constantly on it's like dude (laughs) i don't know it was dumb looking (laughs) it yeah i couldn't get away from that and then i mean nothing against how he talks or anything like that but i'm like turn on the fucking subtitles when this dude's talking because i had a hard time following him i mean there was some things that he was saying i'm like what What? um My other Raidens from, not Annihilation, but the original, they could have found somebody like that. Or the Raiden from Mortal Kombat Legacy. Mortal Kombat Legacy was such a fucking low-budget YouTube film. Mm-hmm. It was actually beautifully written. The, 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 
the way it, the way it flowed, the way it it was done, I loved it. I have the blue I have the Blu-ray. And I I can tell you that I can watch it over and over and over and still be completely happy with it. Yeah, I mean, I like Michael J. White. And, and I don't Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just like him in general, but uh yeah, I mean, it, that would have been kind of cool to have him as Jax, but that was kind of like the least of the worries. But Raiden, yeah, he was bad. They should have just. They could have mixed it up, you know. I mean, they could have said, "Raiden's dead. This is our last tournament. Kung Lao's like in charge of us now." Right. Something like that. I mean, come on. Perfect. You know, my honest opinion would be like, like if they would have thought of something different, like instead of Raiden, why didn't they just bring in Fujin? I was thinking mm-hmm. of Fujin too. Fujin is Ra- Raiden's brother, right? Yeah, he's the, the yeah, wind god. The wind god. Okay. And in uh, the ending for Mortal Kombat 4, if you play as Fujin, he passes the torch down to him because Raiden's done defending Earthrealm. Well, I think he turns into an elder god. So that would have been pretty cool to see. Or maybe Raiden passes away and then Fujin can take mm-hmm. over. And he's such a badass. I'm glad they brought him in 11. Yeah. I've been begging for that fucker to come <laughs> in since fucking Mortal Kombat 9. <laughs> I was never a fan of him until MK11. And I was like, oh, this guy's pretty awesome. Dude, Raiden's another one of my favorite characters. And I love what they did with him. Like the graphics and how, you know, he can just put his hand up. The lightning comes through and he teleports and, you know, does all this cool shit. But like I said, the moment that he would start talking, I could not pay attention to what the fuck <laughs> he was going on. Because I was staring at the way how stupid his eyes looked. Yeah. It bugged the and- shit out of me. And he didn't seem like much of a leader. He just stood around and told people not to do stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like a gym teacher. Just don't do that, okay? <laughs> oh no, Raiden! Come on, you got nice. him right. You watching him? All right, take care of take care of Kano. All right, don't let him throw the ball at the other kids. All right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're in charge. You're the big. You're the oldest one. You know who should have been in Mortal Kombat? Honestly, me. I would have led those fuckers to victory. I'll be Flow Lauer or Flominator or some shit like that. Flow Master. I don't care. Your tattoos come to life and beat the crap out of people. Fuck yeah. My superpower would be invisibility and fucking uh, healing. No. And, and now I have like the poison ivy touch, but if I touch them, they die. So fatality right there, fuckers. I'm invincible. Well, guess what? My superpower would be if I get my ass beat enough, I start to glow and then I can punch people real hard. Ooh. <laughs> Frank, if you can only see the look on Flo's face when he said that. <laughs> well, you can't see me if I'm invisible, now can you? <laughs> well, I gotta be no, creative. I'm just, I'm just making fun of Cole. That's all. <laughs> all right, very good. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, well played. Well played. <laughs> the actor's not too bad. I mean, he, like, he himself wasn't the part that was bothering me. It was just, you know, how they did the character and everything. You know what's funny, dude, is um, on HBO Max, they have some of the, um, uh, I can't remember what the hell it's called, um, some of like the, you know, like the, the, the add-ons and shit like that, you know, like, they do. Like, uh, bonus features and stuff like that? Yeah, um. Well, they showed one on on uh, Lewis Tan, who plays Cole Young. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed that he was actually trying out for that uh, that Marvel series, Quan Chi. So, just a little. 
You mean Shang-Chi? Or Shang-Chi. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was like, Quan Chi. Quan Chi. Oh, <laughs> getting my... Marvel Studios presents Quan yeah. Chi. <laughs> <laughs> Leader of the nether realm. <laughs> Oh, uh, they yeah they were they were showing that he he was trying out for that for the main character. So I, gave it to the other guy. I thought that was actually kind of interesting. I was like, "Fuck, man! I wish he actually would have got that. Then they would have changed the character, maybe." Or they <laughs> totally out of. But then they probably you know the movie wouldn't be out April twenty third. They would probably push it out to fucking next year, or Two they would have black widowed it. All right. Oh wait, yeah. there's a black widow movie. <laughs> <laughs> there was. <laughs> I don't know if it'll ever come out. Oh, yeah, even though they have all yeah. the pops and shit, so I don't know about that movie. <laughs> oh, man. So, <laughs> let's see. What else can we get into on this? Because we got on a hot topic. I mean, we know Nicole Young was a very hot topic. We know a lot of Mortal Kombat fans were pissed off about it. I mean, we were pissed off mm-hmm. about it. We were, I mean, to this day, we're still trying to figure out what the fuck it was all about. Um, maybe about we'll get Do you want to talk about him? Goro, I was um, I was saddened. <laughs> really? I, um, I love the way. Well, I know you weren't happy with the way he looked. I loved the way he looked. I thought he actually looked pretty cool. Um, for CG, yeah, he didn't look too yeah, bad. Yeah, for CGI, for CG effects, I he didn't look that bad. I just hate that. They didn't give an opportunity to fucking destroy somebody first before, yeah. pull, you know, CY comes to the rescue. <laughs> I thought the way that he died was pretty fucking sick. Um, yeah. But I wanted some more Goro in the movie. Yeah, he should have been there with the other people. Because they made a big deal out of him, and then he just gets his ass beat right away. Uh, he's like, they're like, all right, motherfucker, we're gonna bring our boy Goro. We ready to get your cheeks clapped? And they're like, oh, what the fuck, dude? They show like a shadow. <laughs> they show the shadow of him, and then all of a sudden he fucking shows up in Cole Young's front yard. You know what I mean? And the fight's going down. But I was pretty pissed off at that part. That was yeah. it. I was like, come on. I was like, beat the shit out of Cole. Tear an arm off or something. Dude, Scorpion's Revenge, they fucking nailed it. I mean, he's literally standing. I mean, he's going through a match with Jax, and he's ripping off his fucking arms. But Poor Jax. Yeah, poor Jax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his arms. <laughs> um, but seriously, dude, like, why didn't they give us more Goro? They probably couldn't $55 million dollar oh, budget, wow. Frank? Do you think that's what it was? Yeah, man. I mean, they didn't have enough. Okay. Why don't they do a spinoff movie of Goro? He's so misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> they had him on screen a little longer than I thought. And, you know, couldn't have been cheap to render that. Right. Well, my my thing about Goro is that I love the character Goro. I love all the Mortal Kombat characters. But for me, I was like kind of like iffy about him because he kind of reminded me of like a character from World of Warcraft or Raid Shadow Legends. I was like, hey, he's that green fucker from that ad and shit. <laughs> I was like, is that? I was like, come on. He was a little generic, yeah. I was like, come on. What did you guys think about Reptile? He was a little too on the primal side. Like he never got, he never got any more characterization. It was just he's a monster who has the characteristics of Reptile. I uh, I was happy to see that uh, he was attacking invisibly. I was like, fuck yeah, that's my boy. And I just see he's just a he's like a giant um, lizard lizard yeah and I was like hey where's your fucking uniform you're a fucking ninja do that shit then he's all fucking doing all that shit then I was like you know what 
my man Kano just fucking get with him. Just get it over with. Yeah, so I, I mean, I love seeing him, but I wish he stayed uh, stuck along a little bit longer. Yeah. Instead of trying to mm-hmm. jump him. So, yeah, I was, I was like, cool, but I wanted Ninja Reptile. Like, you know, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't happy with it. Um, yeah. Cabal. I was fucking happy. He did a great job on Cabal. How fucking cool did he look, dude? I never thought I'd see Cabal in a movie. I was fucking yeah. happy. He looked he badass. His powers, his little trails when he swings, and he, his little smart ass talking. He's yeah. like, "You want me to slow down?" and you know things like that. He yeah. fucking nailed it. He was like my favorite in that movie. He just killed it. I even liked the banter between him and fucking Kano. Like he was like literally telling Shang Tsung, he's like, "Fuck Kano, he's a piece of shit." <laughs> and then like when they finally meet up, like he's literally telling it Kano to his face, like, "Dude, I don't trust you. You're a piece of shit." Like he's all <laughs> calling him out, and Kano's just like, "Oh, like just laughing it up, dude." Like it was, I loved it. I thought that was really great. He's like, "You think I give a fuck what you have to say?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, flow. Melina, give it to me. Um, How did you feel about that? No. (laughs) No. I'm not hating or anything, but like, I was like, no. No. Somebody else. Okay. I. But I love seeing her in the movie, though. But the character. That was okay with her. The person they chose, I was like, no. Yeah. And have your fucking mask on. We're in COVID. Come on. Get with the program. I I kind of like the way they did, like, you know, the bottom part of her face, you know, the jaw and everything. I, I thought the way they did the makeup and everything was pretty cool. Um, I wish they would have shown the mouth opening more than just that that fight scene between her and Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, the teeth looked pretty freaking sick, you know, when she actually did bite down on him. Um, I thought that was pretty badass, but... I mean, other than that, you know, we we didn't get to see a lot of her. Um, other than her backside, like when they showed her, you know, walking, you know, walking through on the movie. Um, I I I would have loved to see more Molina, but I just I don't know. Some there's some parts like I feel they had so many great characters in there, um, and because of the time frame that you know they can only run the movie for so long. I think they kind of had to rush it. So it kind of sucks because the Mortal Kombat world, there's so many fucking characters. You want to see them in there, but you want to be able to get their story too. How the fuck do you fit all that into a movie? Well, yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, if they really wanted to, they could be like Avengers because they have the fucking time. They just chose to cut it short. (laughs) Like for me being a diehard, they could fucking do it. But they fucking saw themselves short. What the fuck is wrong with you, Mortal Kombat? I'm just kidding. I don't mean that. I love you, Mortal Kombat. But come on. You had badass characters and you fucking just go and fucking Thanos snapped them quick. You had time for their backstories. You had fucking time to show fucking badass stages I wanted to see. Like the Deadpool in the Living Forest. That's my fucking dream. So. Oh, my God. That would have been incredible. That would the Living Forest. Yes, that would have okay. been sick. That's or like the floating monk stage or Ooh, any of that. Dude, oh, that's such that. a badass stage. Nostalgia. Um, let's be honest. So 
this was a training video to the tournament, right? Because the whole plan in this movie is for Shang Tsung to keep these guys from making the tournament, right? Well, they were they were invading Earth realm when I guess it supposedly wasn't against the laws, which it fucking is. So he was yeah. being a, he was being like a little pussy about it. But that's Shang Tsung's character, dude. He's always trying to fucking bend the rules and and do stupid shit. It's funny because I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cosplay as him. I didn't. So, Frank, have you ever have you ever seen it, um, Into the Badlands? I watched a couple episodes years ago. Okay. Don't you think Shang Tsung kind of felt like that when they turned his eyes black? Felt like what? Have Have you ever seen in um, for Into the Badlands? That's one of their like quirks. Oh, okay. Is the it's moment been so long, dude? Yeah, I don't know enough. So these fighters, the moment that they turn dark and they have the quirk, their eyes turn black, mm. and that's where they fucking gain like all these super crazy powers and shit, and can do the impossible. When I saw that with Shang Tsung, I was checked out because it totally fucking reminded me of that. And I've never seen Shang Tsung's eyes turn black. Well, it's a good thing I didn't see into the Badlands because it kind of reminded me of Mortal Kombat 09. Because I think in a frame he does do it. Does? Yeah, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. I think I might have saw it or I probably was fucking tripping or some shit. Yeah. I mean, beyond the black eyes, anything Shang Tsung in this movie was bad. I didn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't follow the. I don't know if it was the actor or I don't know. Is it? Is it maybe that fucking? Uh, what's the what's the guy's name that that played Shang Tsung in in '95? Oh shit! I don't know his name. Cherry Tagawa, maybe I believe. Yeah. Um. Did he set the bar so high for us that we just can't accept any other Shang Tsung? Yeah, man. He was absolutely. He was the Shang Tsung. He was but they can't bring him in now because I mean, you he's know. Bald. Well, I mean, he's no. so much older, but that's why you do Quan Chi. Yeah, be, that's a could, good point. He could be Quan Chi. He's like, you thought I was Shang Tsung, now, <laughs> fuckers? I know, I changed Quan Chi. <laughs> I've been in Outworld all this time. That's why I look like shit now. <laughs> Another round didn't treat me that well. I'm going to Outworld. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I mean, that guy is incredible. What he did with Cheng Song. Yeah, he did. He did. Absolutely nailed it. I That's what I was saying. I, I mean, I appreciate the 95 Liu Kang over this new Liu Kang. I don't mind oh, this yeah. Liu Kang, honestly. Yeah, he He's kinda, all right. Like, with me, I I prefer any character how they are. And if they're true to their character, I'm fine with it. I think he did a good job. Yeah, he was short, but, like, I he think wasn't he wasn't the worst. He wasn't the worst. Yeah, like, and we got a long list to choose from. Yeah, no. <laughs> Cole's well, the let worst. Let me ask you. Let me. Yeah, he was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but what, I have the movie on in the background, and uh, all of a sudden, Jax grows like extra pieces of metal. So what was his quirk? Or not quirk. I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> My Hero Academia? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is his uh, Arcana bullshit? I mean, what? I can grow extra pieces of metal out of my ass? I mean, what? How does that make any sense? I didn't get that either because the way they were, the way he was lying down on the bed and they were working on him, we f- we get to see the first scene where Sonya like freaks out and she's like, "Where the fuck are his arms?" <laughs> then I love the- how Jax makes fun of him. Yeah, <laughs> this guy on our side. What the hell? Do they make those in men's sizes? <laughs> right. <laughs> she was funny as hell. 
And then <laughs> Jax is like gives him a sad puppy look. Oh, I know, dude. It was like like he didn't even want to be at the table anymore. I was like, I'm just gonna go back to my hole. <laughs> I need her too. <laughs> um. Then we get this like I don't know, uh, Liu Kang on his search and this. Uh, I just I don't know. I couldn't get into the Liu Kang character, but. We see his arms somewhat developing. You know what I mean? Like, he looks like he's got Terminator arms. Yeah, he's got an upgrade. And yeah. then, like Frank says, all of a sudden, like, just his arms are building, like, right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Why didn't that do? Why didn't that just happen in the beginning? Like, he had to get fucking angry? Like, he had to hulk out to, to get those arms? Or I'm I'm assuming. Well, this is my thing is that um in the original Mortal Kombat, well the Mortal Kombat when he began, and he was kind of strong because I mean he's built, but like when he joins the tournament and gets his arms, that gives him his fucking his ground pound and his fucking his purple right. shit he shoots out of. So it might it might him upgrading his super strength and some somewhat powers like Sonya has. Her blast was actually pretty cool. That was pretty sweet. I was a little overpowered, but it was cool. I know. I was like, holy shit. I know. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was like one blast. It's done. She got that fucking football. That's like a straight touchdown. Dude, I'm still in love with the with the Mortal Kombat Annihilation Sonya Blade. That's who I would have wanted. <laughs> oh, the actress? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, I remember I was like, as a kid, I was like, hmm. Yeah. I like this movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, you know. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny because Jackson Annihilation, like you were saying, Flo, he could fucking in part, towards the end of the movie, he ends up fucking pulling those arms off. Yeah. You know, it was just like an attachment. Yeah. Like- in this one, we know it's like actually, you know, mm-hmm. physically running through his body. Mm-hmm. Kind of, well, I, I mean, I guess obviously he was what? 10% robot. He's an android. He's an android. <laughs> well, I mean, for the... I wonder how it would have been if they would have never done it. Would he have been super strong without the arms? Would he even have the powers? or? Because mm-hmm. in, right. in Mortal Kombat 3, they have it. Wait, even in 2, they have him without the arms. Mm-hmm. And they have his moves. Do you think he would have still had it without those arms? Maybe, like, with his arms, if they're still there, wouldn't they just been all super built? like? Right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. And, I mean, we have all kinds of different ways, you know, in movies, the way his arms were ripped off. Well, I mean, at least in um, Scorpion's Revenge and then in Mortal Kombat 21. I like both ways that they did it. Um, I just wish... I don't know. Like, what do you think, Frank? Would you have preferred... They would have showed him without the arms lying on bed, and then all of a sudden, as you know, like a quick time passes, and then all of a sudden, he's got these, you know, these big muscular robotic arms on him. Uh, if anything, if you're gonna adhere to your new rules, maybe he just does like he pulls a Colossus, but it doesn't cover his whole body, just on his arms or something. Okay. Like it's just it builds over him, but it's more like I don't know if you could even. It would make sense to make it organic. Probably not, but almost like Cole, right? Like his armor is like, it's something, it's not necessarily like 
I don't even know. Like that one too, it just appears out of thin air. Right. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe we could have got like a quick montage. Cause I mean, we do see him hitting that bag and Sonia's over there cheering him on and shit or trying to motivate him. <laughs> it looks, it looks so bad, but I mean, maybe we could have got like a quick montage where, you know, he's like hitting all that shit. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, little quick time passes. And then all of a sudden he's got these big robotic arms on him. I don't know. I I honestly didn't mind it at all. That no, no, not really. Because like, he's he's struggling. You saw his fucking weak ass little punches. I was like, <laughs> poor guy. And then like, eventually it goes up, and I think it was fine, honestly. But then I was like, really, that's it. But then I was like, wait a second. I was thinking of the games. Fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. I mean, once he gets him and everything, it's all really great and everything. But it's just the way they got him. I guess to me, it was like, why didn't they just slap on really good arms? Why they why they even bother putting those pieces of crap on him? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, like, they like attach a spatula on him or some shit. <laughs> I was like, oh man, it was uh, it was funny looking in the beginning. I mean, I I give them credit because it looked pretty it looked pretty crazy, but you know, again, just hit and miss on the way that they were developed. Oh man, so let me ask you guys this because I'm going to play a soundbite from our favorite character cole young <laughs> he's not my fucking favorite <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna get into a quick discussion and this is where i talk about funkaholics where this is a spoiler alert so we're gonna play the soundbite we're gonna talk about it and i'm gonna throw a question just to see what we hope for the future so here we go mr cole young ladies and gentlemen hey you finally quitting huh yeah uh Something like that. Where are you going to go? Hollywood. Hollywood? What the hell's in Hollywood? Not what? Who? Not what, but who. So we know what goes on in the movie. And, you know, we've, we finished this whole training session. We're getting ready for the tournament. Um, Raiden gives Cole Young the green light to... Look for some fighters. And the biggest question of them all was answered. JC is still alive. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) The only hint I got from was Hollywood. I was like, let's fucking go. Right. I was like, woo! (laughs) Yep. Immediately, I know. So, let me ask you guys this. I was extremely pumped, and I kind of got the feeling in the middle of the movie that there was going to be a second Mortal Kombat. Um, because I was like, where the fuck is the tournament? There's no tournament. So how can you do a Mortal Kombat without the tournament? That's what they've been talking about. So the plot never got there. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now that we know that there's going to be part two... Let me let's start off with this real quick because we we are running short on time. Um, but name one character besides JC that you want to see introduced in Mortal Kombat. Katana. <laughs> okay, we got Flo's quick answer. What about you, Frank? Uh, I don't know. I'm a sucker for Nightwolf. Ooh. Okay, Nightwolf. Release your animality. Who do I want to see? Oh, yeah. I think we're going to see Motaro, but that's not who I want to see. 
I think they're going to bring him in because you got to bring in another bigger character now that we know Goro's gone. Well, you know who I think they might bring in? Either King Taro or Shiva. I was thinking of King Taro, too. That's the one that's like a, the, cat version. the cat version, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of hoping that we get Rain, Smoke, Noob Saibot. Noob yeah. Saibot would be sick. That would be sick. I don't know if they'll introduce Noob Saibot, though, in the second one, but it would be cool just to see somebody new, a new type of... Um, or maybe a character that nobody's been thinking about, like Tremor. Maybe. Maybe. What's your thing with Tremor? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just want to see him. <laughs> The guy doesn't get enough love, so I'll be the one fan up there, out there for him. He does look kind of cool, though. <laughs> Poor guy. He's a badass-looking dude. Yeah, he was an ex, and I was like, oh, they made this pussy-ass character. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, special forces. <laughs> so what do we want to see in Mortal Kombat 2? If the directors were listening to the Funkaholics podcast, what <laughs> do we want to tell them? All right, well, you listen here, you motherfuckers. <laughs> This is how I want my Mortal Kombat 2 to go. I want them to bring Kwai Liang, the real Sub-Zero, come in, looking for Scorpion, and then Liu Kang running into Katana, and them doing their thing going on there, and then them show Quan Chi and Shao Kahn with them making another Melina. Okay. And uh, because she's a clone, obviously. And, um, and they could have the other big bads, or... You know who I honestly want to see there that I don't think gets that much uh, love is Sindel. I think Sindel will be in this one because she, she was cool in Aftermath. I finally became a fan of her. Yeah, from that. And uh, that's why I'm thinking the the three big bads versus the the katana, my katana, and all of them coming in. I can see it. What about you, Frank? What are you hoping? What are you hoping for in Mortal Kombat Two? I would do Flo's version, except. In the beginning, when the real Sub-Zero shows up, he's looking for Scorpion, but all he finds is Cole, and he snaps his neck, and he says, you're a pathetic <laughs> compared. <laughs> you're, just, you're a terrible disgrace to your lineage. You, he you, just murders him. The Shirai Ryu sucks. Every, everybody's got to die in a movie, right? <laughs> so let's just write off Cole Young. I'm going with my man. So the I'm fatality that I'm hoping for is he picks Cole Young up in the air and just splits him apart. I want him to go the old way version where he just rips up the spine. There it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> poor Cole Young. No, fuck him. Um, <laughs> I, I, the biggest thing that I'm that I want to see, and I hope they don't shit the bed. Shao Kahn. We saw the statue. We saw the statues of him in the movie. Mm-hmm. I just hope they select the right actor for him. I hope so too. I hope they don't. So- CG- I hope they don't CGI him. So at the end, doesn't Shang Tsung like basically say, "Ha ha ha! I'm just gonna resurrect, resurrect these guys anyway." He does say that. So I mean, because he's a bitch. <laughs> are we just gonna get the same fighters? But I don't know. Round two. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope that you know doesn't I mean? happen. Well, I mean, if they're at least gonna do it, they should at least bring Melina uh, and Cabal. My man Reiko, I love him from Mortal Kombat Four, but the look, I was like, Pfft. right, yeah. And, uh, the other one that I want to see, but I hope they don't shit the bed like they did in Annihilation, Baraka. Oh, fuck yeah. That would be sweet. I want to see some Baraka action. Yeah. I, I I think there's some there's some great characters that they can introduce, that they can yeah. bring in. Um, I think the time is now to make them better, not shit the bed. So, Well, 
I got two that they should bring. Sector and Cyrex. Sector and Cyrex would be badass too. Yeah. But the question is, how will they come about? Yeah, that's true. So another thing that I'm hoping to, though, is that we get answers on, on Sub-Zero. Like, maybe they just give us a little flashback and they tell us why he or how he became so dark. And then maybe there's the introduction of Quan Chi. That maybe would, we find all that out. That would make sense. No. That would make sense. So we'll see what happens. But guys, I hate to say it, but it always happens in the in the podcast. No. <laughs> We run out of time when we talk about what we love. And we love us some Mortal Kombat right now. I love me some Mortal Kombat! Okay, Flo, I might need to censor you. You need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> or give us, give us a warning. <laughs> Should I yell it out from the other side? And probably. Right, I think I you can get it over there. That's I might have blown out my mic, but we'll we'll check later. <laughs> or you might have to buy uh, buy Frank some new headphones because I think you, you possibly blew them all out. Sorry, <laughs> it didn't hurt that much. I mean, I didn't even it didn't spike for me, so I don't know why. But because he's got that Cole Young armor on, it doesn't affect him. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> oh man, Frank! As always, brother. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Your insight, your feedback, the jokes you just crack over here, everything <laughs> we absolutely appreciate, bro. And I know we're going to have you on for more episodes. Tell the Funkaholic fans how they can find you on social media. Thanks, man. It was my pleasure and fun to be here. You can find me in a bunch of places, I guess. Instagram, I do a lot of toy photography stuff. So that's Toys for Days with a Z. I don't know why I put it like that, but it is. And then I do another podcast called Three Nerds on a Sunday. You can find that on YouTube and Spotify and all that stuff. Hell yeah. Three Nerds on a Sunday. I love it. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. <laughs> Likewise. And guys, you have to go and follow his Instagram. Some of the, I mean, a lot of the photos this guy comes up with, even just the painting and the customization that he does on these figurines is absolutely fucking amazing. Go out there, give him a follow. I promise you, you will not be sorry. Flo, last but not least, you showed up a little bit late, but you got here. You brought some heat to the podcast. We know how much of a Mortal Kombat fan you are. Thank you, dude, for coming on today. I'm sure we'll probably, we got a lot more to talk about. So maybe we'll get a Mortal Kombat Part 2 episode going. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Nando T. Give us a follow. The Funkaholics are everywhere on social media. TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Instagram is our biggest one. We do a lot on there. Um, yeah, we're, we're everywhere. So anytime you want a podcast and chill with the Funkaholics, that is F-U-N-K-A-H-O-L. I-K-S. I know the spelling's a little bit crazy, but that's the way we are over here. All major podcast platforms. Check us out. Future episodes coming very soon. Check out the YouTube channel.